y'all welcome or welcome back this is talk your shit with deja where we drop the eye because not only can i talk my shit but i want you to talk your shit too hey <laughs> so y'all we are on episode six and today's topic I guess it kind of flows with everything that I've been talking about previously or whatever the case may be. I don't know if it flows because I talked about accountability last week where go back and check it out. Go listen to me talk about accountability or whatever. Um, But yeah, so this week, the topic that I want to talk about is finding happiness in isolation. I noticed that like... For this year, for me, it was a really big moment of isolation for me. And it was the first time where I was actually able to appreciate the loneliness of it. Um, In the sense of, I never had like any thoughts of harming myself or self, like deleting and things of that nature. Um, I more so like embrace the loneliness or embrace the isolation or the solitude or whatever word you want to use for being alone. I like ran towards it. So I kind of want to talk about shit on like, you know, the ways in which I embrace the loneliness or the solitude, isolation, all that good stuff. Um, and then kind of like, just like talk about like how I've actually been, that's kind of been my messaging that I've been running into kind of all year as well. Like every time I'm on social media, it's like this uh, reel of a pastor talking about isolation or it's a, you know, philosopher type of person talking about isolation or it's something, a quote about isolation or something. So I've realized like, you know, that's been my season this year is really just embracing being alone. Versus in the past where anytime that I was forced to be alone, I never really liked it. And I always had thoughts of self-deletion and things of that nature in those moments. So I kind of just want to talk my shit on how I was actually able to turn my isolation slash solitude or whatever into happiness. So, yeah, that's what we talk about for week six. Let's get it. Let's go. <laughs> so, um, honestly, to start off, of course, we... If you paid attention, I like definitions a little bit, or I like being able to read, like, the verbatim of what, you know, certain terms mean. Because sometimes we use these terms, and not everybody knows the actual verbatim definition for it, or whatever the case may be. So, I just want to provide you all with the definition of isolation, just because, you know, you may not know it. And it don't hurt for me to provide it for you. So... So it looks like the definition of isolation is the process or fact of isolating or being isolated. It's weird when they give you a definition of a word and use the word to define it. Um, And I could click on the isolating part and go to that, but I would imagine it's just a matter of being alone. Whether that's forced upon or you choose to be alone, you're alone. Like, if you've ever heard of, like, I wonder, is it isolation, like, when a person is in prison and they get sent to the the place by themselves? 
I wonder, do they call it isolation? I know it's a term of being alone and not completely. Um, I think it's solitary confinement would be what it's kind of called. And in a matter of like solitude, either way, you're by yourself. Um, so yeah, how I was able to embrace it. Well, let me tell you, like, honestly, just to be honest, the beginning of this year was like really hard for me. I really had noticed that I was literally just inside and I had really taken myself away from being social with people in general. Um, literally, I might have only talked to one person consistently every day, um, but she kind of <laughs> makes you talk to her consistently every day, which I appreciate um, definitely because if, if that wasn't the case, I probably wouldn't have anybody to talk to. So I definitely appreciate her for, you know, being that person to make you and she don't put a gun to your head or anything, but she could definitely go call like every day <laughs> on the dot, same time, just about. So it's like, um, yeah, at the beginning of the year, I really wasn't talking to anybody. Like if somebody else would have called, I looked at the call log and, and I'm, pro I'm probably still bad with that now. Um, I'm working on it, <laughs> trying to change my life. But um, I would look at the call and be like, mm, do I really feel like talking? Or I would literally be like the type of person to like decline and respond in a text message or whatever, even with work. Um, I worked at Amazon probably the end of last year, going into the beginning of this year. Um, and I noticed like I literally wouldn't want to go to work. Like, and it, what's crazy is with like being an Amazon delivery driver, you're isolated, you're kind of by yourself. Um, and you don't really have to deal with people, but it was just like, I didn't even want to get out of bed, like to go outside. Like, I really just didn't want to go anywhere. Like I was okay. Just staying inside, you know, not, you know, being social or whatever the case may be or working or whatever. So like some would say I probably was in a mood of depression or something along that lines, but because I never went to like a psychiatrist or a psychologist, I was never diagnosed. So I don't want to necessarily prescribe it as depression because I don't know, I'm not licensed or anything of that nature. But I was in this room by myself, you know, whether it was watching YouTube, cause YouTube has been my saving grace or whatever, but whether it was watching YouTube or Netflix, binge watching a show on the Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Prime, you know, all these things that we gotta pay for money. <laughs> but no, um, I was in this room just like not doing anything besides that. And it was just like, for the first time with me doing that, I actually didn't feel like terrible in a sense of, yeah, I didn't have anybody around me socially, but like it really didn't bother me. Now, did like I questioned a lot about like, is this normal? Like, should people really be this isolated. Like I remember posting something on Instagram where on my story, I was like, is it normal for me to be in my twenties and I don't, you know, have people to go out with and stuff of that nature. And it was like, of the people that did comment, they were like, no, nah, it's not weird or anything. So it was just like, nobody was like, 
making me feel weird or nobody gave me the idea that it was weird. But to me, it was just like, when I do go on social media, I see people that are in my age range that I may have went to high school with or middle school or whatever. And I see them having such a social life. So I like literally felt like it was a bad thing to do. Though in the moment of me being at home watching TV and listening to music and doing that thing, like those things, I did not feel bad at all. So it was more so the the idea of me just being in this room, not doing nothing that made me feel bad. But slowly that started to change because I, I started to get away from the thought of like, okay, I don't really need to be doing what they're doing. And if I wanted to be doing what they're doing, I could go outside and go figure out how to make friends. Like, it's not like I'm incapable of going outside to go make friends and things of that nature. So if I absolutely wanted to do those things, I just have to go outside and make friends. But it was more so like I started to actually enjoy being inside. Like, I really started to enjoy being by myself and not even just inside like honestly for the first part of the year I probably didn't want to excuse me <laughs> I probably didn't want to go outside but as I started to realize just me being in this bed was not making me feel good anymore I started you know going outside I would walk um down the street around the corner and come back and things of that nature or I would go to downtown and sit by the water if you follow me on instagram you probably see my stories where i'm like literally downtown posting a picture of like views and stuff like that or i go to the beach or go sit at the beach or something of that nature so towards like the middle to the end of the year i actually started going outside and just enjoying being by myself outside but um mostly i did like find happiness in being inside though it's just one thing about being inside that can become a slippery slope is be just being in the bed, not getting no sunlight, probably not eating the healthiest, not being active. It's going to mess you up mentally in general just because those are things that your brain needs to function appropriately. So I started to notice that those things would kind of fluctuate up and down, just me staying in the bed, which is why I would go outside and go walk and things of that nature. But it's like, honestly, with being inside this room, kind of in isolation, whereas like previously in the past, I would think about self-deleting because I was thinking about, I would get stuck in the social aspect of it. Like, dang, I ain't got no man. I really don't have friends I can call and hang out with. Like, and it was mostly probably like in college times when I was away from family. So now I ain't got family. I ain't got no man. I ain't got no friends. I, I really felt super duper lonely in college. But now that I'm at home, it's like, okay, if I want to hang out, I do got family that I can go see. Like I could literally drive and go bother with my mama if I wanted to. Or like as far as like the friend thing, like I said, I could go outside and go try to be social and develop the skills or whatever to make a friend. Like I could actually do those things, but I, I chose not to. So it's just like in the in those times of being completely isolated, you know, rather than sitting in the the idea of the you don't have anything around, try to figure out how you yourself can be the company that you may lack because 
honestly, in me finding happiness in my isolation, I was able to do that because I came out, I kind of became my own best friend, like low key, like literally with me watching YouTube daily and being able to see different content creators. And of course, mostly I watch this conversation debate type stuff. So I'm in the room literally commentating to these people like it's somebody in the room with me or like I could actually talk to the people, but no, I can't talk to nobody, but I'm sitting here sitting, talking out loud, commentating and things of that nature. And in the midst of me doing that so often throughout the year, I was able to come up with a brainchild of like, yo, why don't you start a podcast or do a YouTube? And honestly, I have been thinking about this for a minute now in like starting this stuff because I've been looking at these podcasters and YouTubers and all this stuff for a minute, but it wasn't until I was able to get isolated away from people that I was actually like made aware of the type of person I am that I could really do what they're doing. Like I literally sit in this room I see people talk about topics. I literally commentate on the topics they talk about. The only thing that I don't do is turn on a camera and turn on a microphone so that it can either become a podcast or a YouTube video. That was like the only thing I didn't do. Other than that, I'm in here commentating real loud. Like, oh my God, like why? Like, I wish I could be on the show. I wish I could be there with y'all to kind of push back and give y'all my perspective and things of that nature. And it's like, but you can do that. Of course, you're not going to have the people that you watch, you know, to directly do that. But it's like, girl, you could do that. Like, you could turn on the camera and you could do it by yourself for now. It don't mean that, like, later on down the line, it, depending on how big you get, you'll never be able to have, like, be at the table with, like, an eight at the table or a crew season or uh, what them people I can't think of y'all. And I slowly started to like y'all. Because at first I didn't like y'all a little bit. What them people is? I don't know. I can't think of it, y'all. I really want to be able to call them because I like to shout out people that I like to watch. Roommates is one uh, that I like to watch. Even the Abba and Preach type of thing. Like, Although they don't necessarily just talk about the the relationship stuff they do commentate on a lot of things and it's like i sit there and commentate with them like or just laugh and enjoy that and it's just like i could do that easily oh y'all hold on i gotta find the people because i i really 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 want to shout them out because i really didn't like them at first but they grew on to me i think and i even like a Kevin Samuels, I didn't watch his actual content page or whatever the case may be, but I definitely watched his interviews, which is why I could appreciate a Kevin Samuels is because I already knew that some of the stuff that he said, if it was too ra raunchy, I wouldn't go like. So I went to the interviews of him where he's saying things without being so clickbaity or whatever the case may be. So it's like, I appreciated him for that. What is these people? names let me see if they're in my um what's that thing called the history i'm gonna be mad because this gonna be their name gonna be so simple and i can't think of it
Lord, let me find it. Y'all, I'm sorry. I just want to be able to shout them out because I watched them. Like, oh, Lord. Um, dang. Okay, Friday. They should be in here somewhere. Daily wrap-up crew. Yeah, them. <laughs> and, like, be happy that I went back and looked for y'all. Like, just be appreciative a little bit. Like, I can't tell y'all to be appreciative, but be appreciative just a little bit because I really did just scroll so I can say y'all name too. But, yeah, daily wrap-up crew. Um, But, yeah, all of these people literally do what I do in my room. Except for they actually had the guts and the balls and the wherewithal to turn on the camera and actually make turn it into, like, an actual product. So I was like, yeah, I could do that. I'm in here turning into a whole character. Like, y'all, I really don't even be giving y'all the, like, the whole Deja that done developed in this room. A little bitch y'all be getting. I be a little animated here and there, but y'all, I be in this bitch. A whole character for real. Um, So I was like, yeah, like, why not give this to other people, you know, outside of the fact that you could possibly monetize this one day, so why not? But it's just like, I, I love that with all the people that I just named, they're educating. They're passing along knowledge that maybe, you know, their viewers didn't have. And I really want to do that. Like, that was that's my goal of being who I am. I do want to become a therapist one day. I'm just really conflicted with going back to school, but it's just like the whole purpose of me being becoming a therapist, if I am to become a therapist, is because I want to be able to pass along knowledge that a lot of people don't have or give wisdom in places where people are lacking in or things of that nature. So in being isolated, I was able to figure out that Yo, you don't have to wait till you go back to school just to do that. You know you can start helping people now. And, of course, like my viewers, I probably don't have the hundreds of thousands of viewers that they have, but they started somewhere, too. I'm sure when they started, they started out with an 18-view count on a video. Um, so it's it's not really about that. It's more so just getting the information out there so other people can get it. But... Yeah, and then also in the moment of isolation, even in the first episode, I talked about how, like, literally God will, like, God will find a way to talk to you. A lot of people, and if you don't believe in God, I understand, but um, for me, a lot of people will say that certain things just happen for happenstance, and I feel like sometimes the things you come into contact with is because God is literally putting them in front of you for you to come in contact with them, in a sense of all of the the YouTubers that I've named or podcasters that I named, before I was isolated, I knew nothing about these people. The only people I knew about was Crew Season, like wholeheartedly, maybe a Kevin Samuels, um, the... Um, and that was more so just off of knowing him. Oh, and I forgot to mention mediocre tutorials and reviews. Sorry, hard name. He knows it. But, uh, yeah, he's another one. But MTR, Crew Season, uh, Abba and Preach, those would have been the only people I knew about before this deep isolation that I've went in. Everybody else has come in the isolation. So it's like I wouldn't even came across these people had I not been pulled away from everything else. And, like, um, on social media, 
I would literally come across all these isolation videos, especially like Pastor Keon and Transformation Church, Pastor Todd, and you know, these different pastors that would talk about isolation, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, uh, you know, whomever somebody done clipped up they reel and done posted it online. I would come across their isolation videos and I was I would literally take that to heart because it would resonate so much with where I was in the space that I was in, in a sense of I wasn't only self-isolating, but people were getting pulled out of my life as well, whether they were walking out or something else pulled them out of my life. But it's like people were walking out of my life as well. And in a lot of those reels, it talked about how, you know, it's okay. Like, uh, it, it's okay that they walked out of your life. It's it's okay that you are in a season of isolation. Like, it's okay. Focus on you because there's a lot of lessons to be learned in the season of isolation. Just like there's a lot of lessons to be learned when you're dealing with other people. You know what I just noticed? My glasses are on. Sorry. <laughs> I just noticed that. But they cute or whatever. So, but yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. I just lost my train of thought. Well, I didn't lose it, but I just went off a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, but in in the season of isolation, to pay attention to the lessons that are to be taught, because a lot of times the lessons that you will learn by yourself, you won't even pay attention when you're uh, pay attention to while you're in a relationship with other people, or you know while you're out with other people, or being friends with other people, or things of that nature. Like some of these things that come to you while you're by yourself, you're gonna miss because you're distracted by everybody else around you. So in my time being alone, I was really able to focus on my spirituality in the sense of everything that kept pouring into me or coming to me on like social media not necessarily youtube of course i definitely looked at pastor todd and his cuffed seasons and things of that nature but um more so the clips that i would come across on facebook or instagram it was so christian focused in the sense of it was from pastors and I was just like, yeah, there's, there's definitely God trying to talk to me in some way, shape, or form. And even outside of the isolation messages, I've got so many different messages from him. But, you know, those were the big ones to stick out to me. Even now, if I go on my popular page and go to a video, it's nine times talk about, well, when a woman is isolated from a da-da-da-da-da, it's usually because she is not da-da-da-da. And it sounds so poetic and beautiful and everything of that nature. So it's like everything has been surrounded by isolation. So it was like, it was easier for me to embrace being alone because it was so many different things telling me that it's okay to be alone versus in my past, I really didn't have those confirmation biases or whatever around me to make me actually be okay with being alone. Like I literally felt like I needed to be in a group somewhere or I needed to be with a guy or I needed to be somewhere that I was not. And it's like this time it was like, nah, you good being alone learn so much about yourself because in the time of isolation that's the best time to get to know yourself like figure out what you like to do figure out what you don't like to do figure out you know some of these 
hard hitting what is it discoveries about yourself like I was able to find out that I was anxiously attached though I'm sure that it probably came up previously I didn't take it serious previously because it kind of went in one frontal lobe and out the other lobe but I don't know how that works but I wasn't paying attention to it now when I can when I go and learn that I'm anxiously attached now I start connecting a dot and start connecting the dots and be like dang yo you really was on this nigga dick heavy and y'all just met maybe a month ago like why like why is your mind so consumed with if he gonna text you back type of thing like why like why do you feel some type of way when people don't respond to your text messages why are you so like mine goes racing to where you're just like, okay, the reason why he probably like, you don't even know why the person not giving you the type of energy, but you're like, okay, the reason why he probably not doing this, he probably got a lot of going on and all this other stuff. Like you start to justify it in your head and it could just literally be, he don't want to talk to you. That's it. That's all. But being that I learned that I was anxiously attached, I'm given all these different scenarios as to why there's not a response. But I would have never even think, thought to look that up had I not been in this space of isolation right now. So I feel like isolation is literally a season of discovery. And that's self-discovery. That's figuring out, like, I noticed that there was a period of time that me and my mom had hella friction. And in my time of isolation, I was able to come to the conclusion that the reason why that was so is because all of the bad things that I had discovered about myself when it came to relationships or whatever the case may be, I immediately associated with her characteristics. And I think I like at first blamed her for me being this way but it's just like she's not the reasoning for me being this way because honestly if i want to become something different i can become something different like i'm not stuck being you know the person she would have instilled into me but it was more so like in my discovery of that i was so annoyed that you know i'm who i am because of her and with me being isolated now it's like you know, the, the the characteristics that I have are not bad. It's just that I don't know when to turn them off or I don't know how to set them behind a, a firewall so that everybody can get through to them because she never taught us that. She kind of just gave these characteristics out. She never taught us that you need to turn them off at some time, at some point. Like you can't just give it to anybody, any Tom, Dick and Harry or any job or whatever the case may be. Like she's always so giving. And sometimes that can be really draining. So it's like, had I not been isolated, I would have, I probably would have still been holding a grudge that was unnecessary. But again, it took for me to slow down and actually analyze and kind of work through what was coming to mind when it came to like the anger and also like this whole past few years well few years <laughs> i guess a year and a half or so i've been trying to help her to buy a house so in that i've learned a lot about who she is as a person and that aspect as well and that kind of caused friction
So it was just like, I really did have to pause, take a step back so that we're not forcibly bumping heads all the time because that's not healthy. So it was just like in the moments of isolation, I was able to learn so much about myself so that I'm not, you know, taking that out on anybody else or, you know, holding them to something that they shouldn't be held to. Granted, you can let people know when something is wrong with you, tell them how to treat you better and things of that nature, but you can't hold them to like that they're going to do these things. These are individuals, and if they do it, they do it, and if they don't, they don't. But you got to choose as an individual like how you want to respond to that. And had I not isolated, I probably would have continued to respond to it with the attitude and blow up and things of that nature. And it was just like me separating myself from the equation. Now when I come back to finish, because we just actually, well, she just actually closed on her house. Yay. Um, but like um, the ending of November, I was actually able to get her to the finish line because I was able to come to the table with a more rational mind rather than just snapping and going off and everything. I was able to actually calm myself down, like not get to a level that's unhealthy or not conducive to a better scenario so that we can actually get this shit done. Because, baby, the journey was a journey. So I'm actually glad that I was able to go through this period of isolation. Because now I can actually slow down. Like I always say, slow down and think. Take a step back and analyze what is going on. So it's just like, love on yourself in a period of isolation. Figure out some of the things that maybe when you were dealing with people, you didn't have time to figure out. or didn't even know how to figure out. When you're by yourself, you should be trying to unlearn so many things that you have learned dealing with people. Like that is literally your time of healing. And that that's for every relationship or, you know, a job or family or whatever the case may be. In the time that you are no longer with a company or a person or your family members, evaluate the bad things that have happened and and kind of figure out how to get to those good times that happen so that you have more good than bad, so that you're on the up and up and things of that nature. But, you know, to be in isolation and just be saddened by the fact that nobody's around you, all it is is going to lead to depression and lead to the thoughts of self-deletion. And if you get to that point of thoughts of self-deletion, like I will leave, leave the number as well as like the, the new number for the National Suicide Prevention uh, Lifeline so that you can reach out for that help because sometimes people aren't able to find the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes the thoughts lead to actions. And before that happens, we definitely will want you to reach out for help because there is help out there. Even when you feel like family is not available, you have this number to where you can call a person that can have a conversation with you if you feel lonely or can be there for you in the time of need. And it's 24 seven to where 
who cares how many times you need to use the service, you can reach out to them and use it. So again, I will leave the number as well as the new number so that you can reach out if you are in a period of isolation and those thoughts of self-deletion come up because again, we definitely don't want those thoughts to transfer into actions because that's not conducive to anything. So yeah, but if you don't have those thoughts, and you are able to kind of shift your mindset and and that not having people around you is okay because at the beginning and end of the day you really only have yourself like what they say they you go you come into this world alone you'll leave out this bitch alone so it's like you got to learn how to live with yourself and i feel like solitary confinement the reason why they put people into solitary confinement is because a lot of people don't know how to be alone you don't know how to go through those thoughts alone. You don't know how to evaluate alone. You really don't know how to be alone. And at the moment you learn how to be with yourself, by yourself, solitary confinement is no longer a punishment. It's actually a moment for growth. So it's just like, learn how to be with you like, like I like Tyler Perry said, I love me some me. <laughs> of course, he said it as Medea, but like I love me some me. Like, and I and I'm loving me some me every day, as I become who I'm meant to be, or whatever the case may be. But like, yeah, as I evolve and grow and come up with a new mind and start doing new things and implementing a different person than I was maybe two years ago. I am falling more and more in love with me. And honestly, I love the person that I was because had I not been that person back in the day, I probably wouldn't even be this person now because me going through a heartbreak and things of that nature actually led me to YouTube and me diving into YouTube and falling in love with YouTube and actually seeing creators do what I want to be able to do. So I'm like, I could turn on the camera and do it too type thing. So it's just like, I appreciate my past self. I thank my past self for going through what you went through because had you not been running after these these nickels no i'm just kidding <laughs> these beautiful young men <laughs> you probably wouldn't even be in front of this camera right now you probably would be somewhere completely different you probably wouldn't even came across a cruise season probably definitely wouldn't have came across a cruise season or mtr or you know all these great individuals that have impacted my life enough to make me say i want to turn a camera and be like them so it's like you never would have came into these people had you not gotten your heart broken but that took me being very naive and immature and all this other stuff to get to right here so i appreciate you i thank you uh 20 how old was i 21? <laughs> I appreciate my 21-year-old self. Shit. I appreciate my nine-year-old self. I don't even know what I was doing at nine, but I'm sure it's the reason why I'm here right now. So it's like you really got to start to learn to love on yourself. And even in doing that, which 
I think the week after Christmas, because the next week I definitely want to have a Christmas episode. But the week after that, I'm going to talk about self-love and self-esteem to take us into the, the new year so that in the new year you can work on all that self-loving and give yourself a big hug and kiss and not just be over here rubbing on myself. Shit, if I can't get physical touch from these niggas, I'm going to get physical touch from them. If I can't get quality time from these niggas, I'm going to get quality time from myself. If I can't get acts of service from these men, I'm going to give acts of service. If I can't get words of affirmation from these niggas, I'm going to give it to myself. If you think about love languages, why would you wait for a person to come into your life to provide these love languages to you? Baby, you better get these love languages to yourself. Take your quiz. Find out what's at the top of your list. If it's that physical touch, baby, touch out on yourself. Make you feel like you deal for yourself. And if it's quality time, sit there and have a whole conversation with yourself. Look up questions to get to know yourself. All these other things. Like, be intimate with yourself. Like, that's not impossible. Anything that we can do with somebody else, we can do with our damn selves. Easily. It's just funner, of course, to do it with other people, but you can do it with yourself. So it's like start giving yourself these love languages. Start pouring into yourself. And how do you do that? In those moments of isolation. That's how you find your happiness. It's give yourself the love that you are missing. And it's funny because I literally just recorded some reels on Instagram probably like a few weeks back, maybe even a month or so back. And I was literally like singing r&b love songs and i'm just like yo the the mindset that i always had previous is like oh, i can't wait to have this type of love and things of that nature but that one day that i was recording those videos and singing those songs i was like yo you are this to yourself like you are waiting on yourself to do these things. I wish I knew the songs off back that I was like singing so I could kind of actually <laughs> give me a second. I'm going to look it up, <laughs> period. But it was just like, yo, you literally can give this to yourself. Like, why would you wait for a man to come in and give it to you? What if, what if my husband never comes because we just keep missing each other? What if he never comes? So what, I'm just wait on like... I, I can't wait on him to give me love anymore if he never comes. So it's like, I got to learn how to give this to myself. So it's just like, give yourself what other people don't give you in your season of isolation. Like if you want guys to take you out on dates, take your stuff out on a date. If you want to go to these type of restaurants, take yourself to that type of restaurant. If you like to go for walks in the park, take your cell phone and walk in the park. Like anything that you would want somebody else to do for you, even with friends. If you like to go out to the, I don't know about going out to the clubs because we're women and you definitely don't want to be unsafe and loving on yourself. So I don't know about going out to the clubs, but if you're a friend, say you like day parties or something like that, go to the day party. That's a little safer. But it's like things like that, like anything that you can do with somebody else, figure out a way to do it for yourself. Because how do you, can you expect somebody else to do it for you? And you don't even do it for yourself. Like I can't expect you to take me out on dates and I ain't even willing to go on a date like by my damn self. Like that don't even add up. 
So it's just like in those moments of isolation, just just love on yourself. I bet you'll find happiness when you start loving on yourself. Being appreciative of the moment you're in right now. Yeah, you don't have a whole bunch of friends around you, but baby, I feel like I have a whole bunch of friends around me. <laughs> it's so many people in this. No, I'm just kidding. It's just me in this head, but it's just because I, I never allow myself to feel alone because I'm always here with myself. It's like, I don't, I don't necessarily need the whole group of friends right now. But now when I do, like for my friend's birthday, she invited me out to go hang out with her and I definitely went out and I enjoyed that. I loved that. And then my other friend, whenever she comes into town, we always do something. Or I just went to her to go visit her for FAMU Classic Weekend. So it's just like, I take advantage of the social times that I can get out, but I don't necessarily rely so heavily on them anymore. Now it's just like, I, I'm okay being by myself. I'm okay if I can't be a part of the group outings like everybody else i'm okay because that's just not me right now my season is isolation and that's okay like i literally am learning to love being by myself because sometimes you're gonna have to be by yourself even when you're married you gotta go to work you gotta go to work i mean i guess ooh, excuse me lord i guess at work you won't necessarily be isolated, but you know, you're away from each other. Um, or, you know, if you have children, when they go to school, if you stay at home type of thing, like you have to learn to be by yourself. So those were the ways that I was able to find happiness within my isolation time. Hopefully you definitely can let me know if you've been able to find happiness and isolation. What were some of the things that helped you through? Was it spirituality? Was it YouTube or Netflix? Or was it taking yourself out on dates and things of that nature? Really getting to know you more. Like what was the ways in which you all were able to learn how to love on yourself and, you know, get that feeling of fulfillment being by yourself. Um, and like I say, leave a comment because you never know who you could be giving advice to, who you could be helping or anything like that. And that's the goal is to talk your shit on the shit that you know about. So if you've had your season of isolation and you were able to get through it, how? Share it. I like that. But yeah, so this was week six, finding happiness and isolation. I really hope you all were take, able to take something a little bit from me or whatever. I talked on a little bit of different things here and there, but the goal is, is to pass along what I could talk my shit on and maybe it can help the next person. Um, so yeah, uh, I just want you to check me out next week. It's going to be a Christmas theme uh podcast just because it'll be the wednesday before christmas so i want to do like the top christmas songs or the top movies in my opinion it's not the top but my opinion <laughs> um and then if you're in the tampa area i'm probably going to include different things you could do within the tampa area as well it's just going to kind of be christmas themed uh i just want to put that out for the holidays so that you can watch it and maybe watch uh the movies with your family turn on the music and listen and joke or you know take your kids or your family or go out on a spicy date who knows but you could do that as well so next week will be a christmas themed or whatever 
But yeah, this week, finding happiness and isolation. Week six. I can't do two hands anymore. But I mean, do one hand anymore. I got to do two. But uh, yeah, this is Talk Your Shit with Deja, where we drop the I. Because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. And get you next week um, at 7, uh, Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>